Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. about this eye situation this eye situation what do you mean yeah I had my cataract done last week I was talking about yeah it. yeah yeah so my glasses don't work anymore yes my prescription is wrong mm. but I've got to wait another five weeks until I can get a new prescription so I can't see through my nice glasses mm. and I can't just buy cheap ones off a rack because I need very focals mm. So I found some distance ones on the internet for three pounds okay I've been wearing those on my head and my wife doesn't like it. <laughs> But the, the but but then I've got nothing for close up. So before I went into the cafe across the road mm. and I was scrutinising the scones like I was wearing one of those little things that jewellers wear in their eyes <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. see how many carrots something is. <laughs> or did they bite it? Well, what must have people been thinking? At least you didn't bite it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm swaying and hovering. Oh, mm, anyway. Um I'm a bit grumpy because of it. Oh, dear. Um, let me tell you something, something that happened at the, the weekend. So we had one of those Saturdays where we got to drop our son off at a birthday party. Oh, yeah. What age can you start dropping them off at then? Because I'm still at the you have to stay stage. I'm not sure that my wife has ever really been at that stage. Oh, really? No, 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 no. It's, I think, I think, so it was a drop-off party. Right. But I'm not sure that any of the other parents treated it as such. <laughs> Okay, right, okay. And it's not that she wants shut of our son. No. It's it's that she can't do the mix and mingle. Really? I yeah. she'd be good at that. She hates it. Well, she is good at it, but she hates she, it. She I'm bad it. at it and I hate it, so okay. nobody expects me to be there. Mm, mm. Um, but people indulge her because she's scary. Mm, mm. So she, she, um, she, she dropped him off at this party, which went on for two hours or something. Okay. So we had a whole afternoon to ourselves. Lovely. Do you know what we did with it? Slept. No. No, sorry. I watched a film. Did some bonking. No, you didn't. Bonking no, away. No, you didn't. It was so disgusting. Afternoon delight. You did not. No, right. no, God for that. I just wanted to say bonking. Oh, right. Okay. And we were having a cup of tea before, and Annabelle was repeatedly saying the phrase rumpy pumpy. <laughs> so I thought, I can outdo you in bonking. <laughs> within the, can I just say, within the context of something else, not myself. <laughs> I'm talking about me and my rumpy pumpy life. Ugh. <laughs> uh, there was, um, when when the word, I feel that the the, the word bonking really hit its peak 
mid late eighties, I would say. Mostly in the tabloids. Yes. Yeah. And and then off the back of the fact that the tabloids would have the word bonk in headlines every day, mm. and more than that on a Sunday. Mm. Um every page. <laughs> a fun pub opened near our house called Bonkers. Oh. Double meaning, you see. Yes. And there all these petitions to try and have it shut down and um shock horror stories about it in the local paper. And stories that re- residents were finding people bonking in their front gardens no. at two in the morning. Oh, dear. Finding rubber johnnies the next day. <laughs> rubber johnnies. That it was such an erotic environment. Bonk- <laughs> Bonkers fun pub next to Macclesfield Town Football Club. It does sound, That people yeah. couldn't help but go and copulate um, in the front gardens of the Moss Rose estate, which was my estate when I was growing up. I'm getting hot under the collar just thinking about oh, this pub. Oh, yeah, bonkers. Ooh. I think probably a lot of um, middle-aged men were just staying up a bit later to put the bins out, just in case they catch a glimpse <laughs> oh, of something. Yeah, probably, as soon as they read that in the going to take the dog out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah bonking's a good phrase. What's, what, what, what's better, bonking or rumpy pumpy? If you had to have one. Oh, really? Because I like them both in different times, bon- mm. bonking, rumpy pumpy. I think, I, I tell you what, I like them both equally, but I enjoy saying rumpy pumpy more. <laughs> i tell you which one I think is of, of the, that family of um, euphemisms, I think, is like genuinely quite erotic. I can feel a little, feel a little stir. Um, is, is the phrase, how's your father? <laughs> really? Yeah. How's your father? How's your father? My father oh, not great. About. He's had uh, an embolism. Oh. oh, well, should we do it? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. It's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. Is it a rhyming slang? A bit of how's your father? I've no idea. What is it, it rhyming? Father, oh, lather. Bit of how's your father? Genitals in a lather. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm going to be honest with you. I go on. We we just went for lunch. Good. We didn't go bonking. Good. Having rumpy pumpy. Good. Good. Or any how's your father? Okay. Um. We we went to um, a local place for lunch, and Sarah insisted that I sat at the chair with the back to the wall, looking out. Mm-hmm. That's the good chair, right? Yeah, but yeah. I, I hate it. What? I just feel judged the whole time that you you haven't let your wife had it. It doesn't. I look uh, like an unchivalrous man. Oh, Tom always Rather, has it. Well, because he, he furs it. He well, doesn't, and he doesn't care no, about how he looks. <laughs> this is the difference. He's not got you. my issues, no, has he? No, he really doesn't. But, um, yeah, I, I just, I have to make a big song and dance of her giving me the chair so that all the wait staff and the people at the surrounding tables mm. know mm. that I would never have just taken it. Right. But I have been forced into it by a loving wife. Right, good. Who wants to give me the good seat. Mm. Even then, I think people look at me... <laughs> I think, well, you could have argued, you could have pushed back a bit for her. <laughs> um, anyway, so so the, then she proceeds to spend the entire lunch looking down the restaurant. There, there is two tables down. Uh, there's a group of six or eight people. And she proceeds to, to spend the entire meal staring at a man. Hmm who she is convinced is an actor, Ooh. but she can't place him. Oh, I love it when that happens, because you're racking your brains and you're thinking, how can I find out? Yeah, I love this. And I, I'm not good with this sort of thing anyway, because of my stuff with faces, mm. but there was no way I could see because he was on the same side as me. Uh, so even if I was to turn my head to, what is that, 45 degrees? Uh, no, 90 degrees. 90, yeah. Um, 
45 degrees is just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite easy for me. Yeah. 90, I might hear something go click. Mm. 180. <laughs> You're not an owl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so I can't I can't help at all. Mm. And she's just constantly looking down. At some point she she notices he's left his chair. She says he's gone to the toilet. You have to you have to go down and get a look oh at my him. God. So I didn't need a wee, but I went downstairs <laughs> to the lavatory. And it was just two single stalls. I believe you followed him. You, you followed him. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't a urinal situation. Mm. So, so I went in, did my business. And then he was still in there. The mm. door was still shut. So I washed my hands for so long that they went wrinkly. <laughs> you know, he might, he, he might not have come out because he thought, I think there might be somebody importuning. It's, it's like somebody is waiting for me. Oh. So then I went back upstairs. And as I sat back down again, I saw that this guy was already in his seat. Like he'd, he'd been out, like having a cigar or vaping or whatever people go outside and do, and not been to the toilet. After oh, all. what? So I'd just been hanging around in the no. toilet for nine minutes. Wrinkly hands. Yes, oh. yes. Anyway, um, as we leave, as we pass him, as we leave, Sarah gets a good look at him. Mm. We get outside. I say, mm. "So who was it?" She went, "Oh no, I can see now who I thought it was, but it wasn't him." Oh, what? No. Yeah. So. Throughout the lunch, she was kind of looking over and she's saying, do you think he'll, th- you know, he'll, th- he'll think it's weird that a fan is just staring at him? <laughs> and I was thinking, yeah, he p- probably will. It's not great. But what's even worse is now a man who isn't a celebrity. Oh, yeah. My wife has spent a lunch that she's at with her husband. We're both wearing our wedding rings. Mm-mm. Just staring at another man. Ogling. Ogling, Yes. yes. Making a like a, 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 almost like almost making a cuckold, pretty much a cuckold of uh, was cuckolded, oh, cuckold of the mind. How terrible! Yes, and they're all judging you for letting her sit there. <laughs> God, that went badly, didn't it? He probably didn't feel bad about cuckolding me. <laughs> so I'm the sort of terrible <laughs> husband so who takes the good seat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Annabelle. Let's hear from the drifters. First one's from Andy. When I was about six or seven, I got into a bit of an altercation, fisticuffs, with another lad on the playground one lunchtime. This ended with my adversary pulling a clump of hair out of my head about the size of a two-pound coin. Of course, at that age, this would have looked quite like a large patch of hair missing, but it was quite long and straggly back then, so it covered up easily. I thought no more of it until that evening, when after a bath, my mum saw it and shrieked, What is this? I innocently claimed ignorance as I didn't want to get into trouble for fighting. She said, it's that bloody head and shoulders. Convinced it was too strong, I was damaging hair. (laughs) This was the 70s, so who knows? Anyhow, from that day forward, that product was banned from my house and she campaigned to all her friends and the rest of the family never to use head and shoulders ever again as it makes your hair fall out. (laughs) I never had the courage to tell her the truth and she went to her grave thinking it should not be sold. I publicly asked for her forgiveness, as well as the manufacturer whose sales in the world would have reduced, albeit in a microscopic way. I wonder how many times she wrote into That's Life, (laughs) trying to get it banned. And they tore it up. (laughs) Watchdog. Imperial Empress Rebecca says, on this week's podcast, Annabelle talked about being polite to chat GPT. It reminded me of when I play Animal Crossing. 
There is a boat you can get to another island and while you're on the boat, the captain sings a sea shanty, which is unnecessarily long. There is the option to skip it, but I always feel really (laughs) guilty. Same for when different vendors visit my island. I feel guilty if I don't buy anything. They always look so sad. I would be interested to know if any other drifters play Animal Crossing and have the same thoughts. (laughs) And this is from Jane. The story from last week about blurting stupid things out in front of celebrities reminded me of something that happened to me quite a while ago and I thought I'd forgotten. It isn't a celebrity encounter exactly, but about someone in the public eye. When I was doing my work experience in year 11, I worked at a university in an admin department. The university always used to have distinguished guests come to give talks and engage in debates and roundtables with the students. Whilst I was working there, a minister from the then Labour government was due to speak to the students. It was Harriet Harman. And this woman had been a trailblazer for women in politics and was a bit of a hero to me. Very kindly, my manager gave me the honour of meeting her at the reception desk and escorting her to the room hosting her talk. I think the walk was approximately three minutes long and I managed to do some decent small talk about the weather and the tube, etc. without embarrassing myself or fangirling too much over her. The interaction was so brief, there wasn't enough time for me to say anything that was memorable in any way. I'm not even sure I told her my name. So, what's the drifter moment of shame, I hear you cry? I think well, I know where this is heading. <laughs> well, having successfully navigated that interaction, the inevitable embarrassment came a few years later when I met her again at an event connected to another university. When I say a few years, I mean five years. And I was actually attending the event this time rather than just walking her to a room. It was a small event and we were kind of lined up a bit like people do when meeting the Queen. I'm not sure why, but suspect the layout of the room forced this slightly awkward format. So Harriet Harman is walking down the line, being introduced to people by the host of the event. And then it was my turn. The host turned to introduce me. But before she could speak, I interrupted her and blurted out breathlessly. It's OK. We've already met and looked at the politician expectedly. I have absolutely no idea why I said this and had certainly not planned to mention the time we had very briefly met previously because why on earth would she remember someone she (laughs) shared small talk with whilst walking down a corridor for three minutes five years before? But it was too late. I'd said it and could see the panic on her face as she wondered who on earth I was and how we'd previously met. I could see her scrambling for something kind to say to cover her embarrassment. So I said, it's okay. you probably don't remember me, which is probably the worst thing to say. I was basically insinuating that she thought she was so important. (laughs) She didn't notice the little people. As if the situation couldn't get worse, she then profusely apologised for not recognising me and asked to be reminded of how we knew each other. I probably should have made something up. Politicians meet people all the time, but I couldn't summon up a single made-up encounter. Red-faced and eyes downcast, I murmured, you came to give a talk somewhere I worked once and I walked you to the room. (laughs) There was a long pause. I could feel every single pair of eyes in the room burning into me. She said, oh, okay." I moved on to the next person in the line, to everyone's relief. Well, I tried to work out how I could possibly remain in a room full of people who thought I was a complete idiot for the next two hours. Oh, that's fantastic. There's a lot going on there. Mm. Um, Of course, Drifter Encounters with the Great and Good. Yep. Famous people. Um, Also, any, any kind of interactions which hinge on either you remembering somebody or or, or them remembering you. Mm-hmm. And I also wondered about t- times you felt confident 
in bringing up a tiny detail, oh. thinking that the other person oh. will remember it, Cringy. and it means absolutely nothing oh. to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I also love the um, I also love the the drifter interactions with uh, computer yes. characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, lies out of control. Yeah, sort of not speaking up, mm. and then it's but being too awkward to say anything, and then it's spiraling out of control. Yeah, yeah. I think we, those emails have all given us a lot to go on this yes, week. Yes, lovely. Uh, the email address is hello at adriftpodcast.com. Annabelle? Yes. How's the old rubber dub dub stub 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 I'm going to start that again. How's the old rubber dub dub love shack sub stack? Thanks for asking. I wasn't going to mention it. We could do this every week. Going great, thank you. Yes. Is it going gangbusters? It's going gangbusters. I've never said that word in my life. Give it a go. I don't know that I have, haven't it? It fell out of my mouth very naturally. I'm sure you'll all agree. I had a post out last week about why it's fine to be lazy and all about the things I can't be bothered to do. I've got one coming out today, slash tomorrow as we are now, about what I'll endure to avoid complaining. And it's a lot. <laughs> I hate complaining. So there's something about that. Um, and yeah, no, it's going well. I've got some subscribers. I love them all. They're my favourite people. And you can subscribe yourself, annabelleport.substack.com. And is it is it is it um, scratching the itch that you had? Because you really wanted to do this. Mm. Uh, I know that when you wrote the book, you really enjoyed it and you've really wanted to do some more of this stuff alongside mm. the podcasts and other bits and pieces. What I'm enjoying is looking at all the little things that I've sort of mentioned in this section about not fully functioning over the last five years or so and then like exploring it a bit more and seeing like whether it's okay to be like this, whether everyone else does it. Doing a deep dive. I love doing a deep dive. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah it's good. I'm enjoying it a lot, yeah. So what to what say? Annabelleport.substack.com. And it's called Bit Weird, Quite Normal. I love it. All right. Do you have another way in which you are not a fully functioning adult? Yes. Well, one small thing from my week. So from about March onwards, I always wear an eye mask at night. Are you an eye mask wearer? No. Why do you say it like that? Because I can't sleep in anything. I, th- uh, I find pyjamas weird. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to wear something across no, your face. No. no, you're quite right. I'm not, because I did wonder how normal it is to wear an eye mask outside of an aeroplane. Because I always feel like I'm not glamorous enough for an eye mask. Yeah, you sort of have to have a bit of a Joan Collinsy vibe. Exactly. And, and you don't have that vibe. And yeah, I feel like it's reserved for her, Holly Golightly and Hannah Waddingham. Like yeah. That, it's for them, yeah, not me. Yeah. And if there were some kind of eye mask police, which, you know, I'm sure there's not, I'd probably have mine taken away. But like they'd knock at my door and see my nails and how few handbags I own and how my pillowcase is not silk. And it would be, uh-uh. Hand it over. Yeah, you're just putting your perfume on out of a normal perfume yeah, thing. You've yes. not got one of those squeezy sprays. <laughs> yeah, they have the little puffy little rubber thing. rubber puffy thing, yeah. Yeah, oh, they definitely take it away. But until the eye mask police arrive, they seem to be real now, I'm going to be <laughs> using my eye mask in the spring and summer months because otherwise I'm very sensitive and the light wakes me up even earlier than my son, who doesn't need an eye mask because Tom gaffer tape blackout blinds to his windows all year round. He doesn't need them all year round, but if we take them off, I'd feel guilty about not doing anything about the ruined paintwork underneath. So there they shall stay. Well, we've broken on through to the other side and Sarah gaffer tapes the blinds shut every night, takes it off again every day, which 
I find that's an that's an ordeal. That's an ordeal. The state of the uh, paintwork, and I have ordered stuff off Amazon. Oh yeah, like Velcro stuff. Oh yeah, but it's just like. A shade too complicated to put it on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. But still... by, by which I mean it is adhesive. It doesn't involve any sewing. Yeah. But there's a there's an amount of figuring it out that I just mm. don't want to involve myself with. I was rather hoping Sarah would, and she hasn't. But you're still he's still using the black up lines. Well, we've got a blind and gaffer tape. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does that constitute a blackout? Blind? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't actually go to sleep in my eye mask every night before I go to sleep I make sure it's hanging on my bedpost on the headboard and then at some point I'll wake in the night and put it on I'm not sure why I do it like that I think I worry that if I wear it from the start it will fall off before I need it or leave masks I don't know I've never tried that's my routine I'm sleeping in this awful thing after my cataract surgery at the moment like a horrible like a plastic eye patch that digs into my eye socket oh, and I have God. to tape it on no. with surgical tape every night. And the last time I had my cataract done, I, I bought some of the right stuff. This time, Sarah's thrown it away and I'm using the stuff that the physiotherapist gave her to do something with a leg. So I'm having to involve myself with scissors and peeling oh, stuff. Oh, my it's God. Rotten. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry about the eye thing. Right. Five more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got more than one eye mask. Don't tell the eye mask police. I've got three. I've got a free aeroplane one, obviously. I've got a navy blue kind of fleecy one with stars on it and one that you bought me, which has got a lovely floral silk material on one side. Do you remember buying that? I, I know it's the sort of thing I would have bought you, but um, mm. yeah, I don't have, my memory doesn't work. I assume it's silk anyway. <laughs> Can you confirm whether it was silk or what not? What year was it? <laughs> Anyway, this is my preferred one, as I've told myself it's silk. But a few months ago, when I was looking for it to hang on the bed before bed, it was gone. I'd lost it. So I went for my second favourite one, the fleecy one, which I've been happily using ever since. Until a few days ago, I found the preferred silk one. This should have been a great moment, but all I could feel was anxiety, thinking about how the old fleecy star one would feel being rejected again after so long. But then also... How will the silk one feel being stuck behind the back of my bed for so long? Oh, that's where it was. I had, I had this insane back and forth about silky and stars, as I was calling them, until I suddenly thought, there's probably people in the world who would just find the favourite one and start using it again, and that would be it. <laughs> Imagine how much less exhausting everything is. Anyway, if you're wondering how it panned out, my sympathies... <laughs> were greater for stars. So I'm still using stars. Oh, no, you've got this at stars. Here's how you think about it. Stars is a retired cop. <laughs> who's, he came out of retirement to help out with a case. That's oh, his speciality. Yeah, and yeah. now he's going to go back and take it easy again. That's a brilliant way of thinking about it. Because I was thinking, I'll just put it in the wash soon. And that's an excuse to swap back to Silky which is not ideal. I do prefer your one. But anyway, the eye mask police will probably be here soon. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. 
I ordered lunch from Deliveroo earlier on. Very tasty. Mm-hmm. Paneer macaroni roll. Ooh, lovely. With a bit of broccoli salad. Mm. Yes, please. Ooh. Um, and I was watching watching my phone, watching the guy on the moped get closer and closer. It's exciting, and um, and when he was nearly here, because I I, I think I'm a responsible customer, client, mm-hmm. partner. What am I? I don't I don't Is, know. Stakeholder. I think, I, think, I think it's just customer. Yeah. Um, I bet it's not in the uh, in the uh, delivery internal presentations. I bet oh, they've got some terrible name for yeah, their customers. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, so I I went to the front door and and got ready to receive. Lovely, that's good of you. Yeah, because I know that they are often to 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 make a reasonable amount of money. Like they're doing job after job after job. It's not easy, and I don't want to make their life more difficult because I'm a, I'm a great guy. Mm, mm. I'm just very con- I'm just very considerate. You are very of other people's needs. Very very. Um, because I want them to like me. <laughs> so I'm I'm standing at the front door, and the moped pulls up, and he sees I'm there, and I do a little wave. Oh, Sarah said something to me the other day. She said, when you wave, you should just keep your hand still. What? What do you mean still? What, like yeah. that? That's yeah. like peace, man. Like, what? Did, what? Yeah, like how? What? I don't know. That's not normal. I don't think so. No. Do you do wiggly fingers? I'm just going to wave it side to side, like as mm. is, I think, the norm. I know. I don't think it looks weird with me. Though. I've seen videos of myself waving. Have you? Yeah, <laughs> look at it now. Look at that wave. That looks normal to Does me. Does it? I'm yeah, not so yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so I do me a little wave, mm-hmm. and uh, d- d- in spite of what my wife says, I do a little wiggly fingers, mm-hmm. and he, he comes up our little path, which it's not even two meters. I don't think it's, no. it's, it's tiny, mm-hmm. um, and I, I kind of lean forward to take the bag from him, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to come all the way to the doorstep. Mm-hmm. As I do so, all of a sudden, there's um, like a through wind through the house, and the front door slams shut behind me. I'm there in my bare feet. Oh, no. I've got my laptop under my arm, weirdly, because I was carrying it from oh, one part of the house <laughs> to the other. And I'm guessing you've got no keys, right? No, no. Of course not. Yeah, yeah no. I'm in um, leisure wear. Right. Sarah's not in. Oh, God. This is terrible. Well, as it ended up, I ended up sat on my front step doing some work for a while, and it was it, it was it was fine. At least you had some food. Well, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. My fingers, which is never my favourite, mm, mm. but but anyway, th- <laughs> but, but, but that looks normal and nice. Eating broccoli with my fingers <laughs> and on your doorstep while working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, the point is, the point is this: he looked pleased when this happened to me. No, yes. And and I later mentioned this to Sarah, and she said, "Well, may- maybe it was." Um, comedic it was a comedic thing to see maybe that, that sometimes his job gets boring and it was just something at least different yeah but, but pleased but, but, mm. but, but, but stifle your laugh yeah oh did he laugh he sort of laughed and, no. and, and he, he looked pleased he looked like it made his day <laughs> oh, that this guy who's ordering food at four o'clock in the afternoon or whatever it was <laughs> <laughs> late lunch <laughs> I don't manage my time. Well. No, I know. I, know. I, should, I feel bad even saying late lunch and like drawing attention to it. Um, he, he just looked really pleased. I think just hide oh, it. Yeah. Be pleased. Mm, that that's fine. Yeah, but don't don't. I don't want to see that on your face. No. Still not going to give him a thumbs down though. No, of course not. No. And I'd already added the tip. Oh god. This is a weird thing with these services. You you add the tip. Oh yeah. Bef- 
But how do you know if it's going to be good or not? I know. <laughs> and, and can you take it away afterwards? I don't know if you can retract it. Do you no. try? <laughs> I will be doing. Yeah. Um, so that was that. Mm. Another thing is mm. a friend of mine, I would say mid-tier friend. Okay. So somebody who in the past 12 months I have probably been out for dinner or to a thing with two or three times, mm. but not the person uh, I would call on a dark night of the soul. Okay. Anyway, we, we both turned 50 within a few weeks of each other. So I didn't hear from him on my 50th. Fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. keeping a tally. No. You may think, how, how do you know you didn't hear from him on your 50th then? I am keeping a tally. <laughs> but anyway, um, so, so I knew it was his coming up because my phone tells me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. How I remembered anybody's birthday before my phone told me. Oh, I know, I know. It's so handy. Yeah. Um, although I do find that I do find myself resenting my phone and my computer when they tell me it's the birthday of somebody I don't give two hoots about. Mm. I get. I wish. I wish you could go through and manually tell it who you care about. <laughs> yeah, that'd be handy. Yeah. Because sixty-five, seventy percent of those people mm. don't care about them enough to even write on their wall. Right. Not even emoji. Mm. Um, no disrespect to them. Yeah. It's just life's long. Mm -hmm. You accumulate people. Yeah. It's too many. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. too many. Why was I telling you all this? So this friend of mine turns 50. Yeah. And I make him a little e-card. Okay. Not as good as the one I made you. Mm-hmm. But, it's, you know, he's not, as good, he's not as close to me as you are, mm. but it is a birthday with a zero on the end of it. Yeah, so yeah, I'll yeah. put a bit of effort in. So I make him a little e-card of all the people he shares his birthday with and uh, text it to him. Don't hear back. Fine. It's his 50th birthday. Mm -hmm. I, 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 it can take me a few days to reply with these sorts of mm, things. Mm, it's deluge. It's absolutely fine. So the next day, I see posts on social media of his birthday party. Mm. And it's not a small event. Oh. I'd say in excess of 100 people. Oh. What? Why weren't you invited? Well... The thing is, if I had been invited, I would have just, it would have ruined my spring because yeah. all I would have been doing would be dreading going to this party and trying to think how I can weasel out of it and it would have been terrible. Um, but am I right in thinking that you don't want to be invited, but you don't want to not be invited? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to go, but I don't yeah. want to be not invited. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I'm, 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 I've taken a little umbrage at this. Mm. The next day... He sends me a message saying, oh, thanks for the card. Been meaning to say happy birthday to you too. See you soon. Maybe we can get a cup of tea next week. How passive aggressive do you think it would be of me to say, your party looked amazing. Uh, 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 out of 10, 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very extremely. You can't. You're not going to. Say, so, yeah, let's get a coffee. You can tell me all about how you celebrated your birthday. If somebody's rubbing everyone's noses in it on yeah. social media, it was a very lavish looking party as well. Really? Yeah. Like but you know what they're going to say? They're going to say, oh, I didn't even want to like embarrass you by asking you. I know you wouldn't want to come. Yeah. I didn't want to stress you out with like having to make an excuse. I just want people to come to me beforehand saying, I'm having a party. You uh, don't have to come. Yeah. That's, that's what I want. That's the way to deal with you it, isn't it? You're the first person I want there, but yeah. I know it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You have my blessing to stay at home. Yeah, that's exactly what to say. And he, they didn't do it. Is it any mm. wonder I don't get invited to parties? <laughs> Wow, 
wandery corner at the Glap Clinic here in Problematic. Is it hot in this attic? It is hot, yeah. It's much hotter than normal. So the dilemma last week about the Super Bowl party, I'll quickly remind you, it was somebody bumped into someone in the morning of the Super Bowl. They invited themselves to the Super Bowl at their house in the evening, didn't want them to come, but couldn't think of any good reason for them not to come. Oh, yeah, so they were boxed in. But bump into somebody... Someone, this person says to them, oh, what are you guys doing for the Super Bowl? Oh, we're going to be at home watching it as a family. Great, then why don't we come over? Yeah, yeah. So we answered that badly. We basically yeah. couldn't think of anything no, good. It's a horrible situation to be put it's in. It's horrible. So I put this dilemma on our Facebook page, facebook.com, happy, happy, happy. I and think the, there's a stroke in there as well, isn't oh, there? Oh, yeah, facebook.com, stroke, happy, happy, happy. I think if you type our names into Facebook, that's probably the easiest way of doing it. Yeah, this, just do it? that. Yeah, I don't know why I bothered mentioning it. I think it's just got, we've got a nice name with the page, so I think I wanted yeah, to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we'd answer it so badly, I put it on there and got some much better responses, which I thought would be helpful. So I'm going to give a few to you now. Great. Lee says, we have, oh, this is what you say, we have our partner's horrific auntie, auntie, uncle or similar joining us and I could not torture you with their company. One day I'll tell you about them, look pained and disturbed. Oh, that's good. But I do think, have they left themselves wiggle room for that? They, or this, I can't remember the original email, but it was like, oh yeah, it's just going to be the three of us. Uh, maybe they'd already put, uh, put themselves in it, yeah, yeah. But that is good. Oh, wait until I tell, have I got a story for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Teresa... Uh, says maybe a last minute broken TV call up terribly terrible news TV's broken T- TV's don't really break anymore do oh they? you haven't seen mine <laughs> oh god what's, what, what is it what's no, happened no, your TV's as big as the IMAX it's ridiculous it's great it's, it's, ridiculous. it's ridiculous admirable I measured it it's not. It's only 50 inches I think not that why big why are TV's an imperial measurement I don't know why do you measure them diagonally I don't, anyway what is that right yes yes ah. yes on a similar note, Trey says a power cut made more authentic by finishing the text mid-sentence as if the charger had died. Mm. Uh, That's a very suspicious power cut. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's very so. Stephanie says, you say, actually, oh, I've been a bit under the weather this week and just want a quiet one. I'm still a bit headachey. I hope you don't mind. I think that's quite good because it's not something contagious, but it's just like I can't face company this evening. Mm. Amanda suggests blaming the child, which I'm always for. Something like, oh, we don't have guests on Sunday evenings because they're always so tired by the end of the week, need to get ready for the school tomorrow. Uh uh That's quite uh good. uh And not an answer, but this is from Julie. We used to have this with one of my ex-husband's colleagues. He and his wife would turn up without any warning at 8pm on a Saturday or Sunday night, sometimes both, and stayed till almost midnight once my ex-husband fell asleep as he'd been on an early shift. We started parking our car away from our house instead of our drive and closing the curtains, even keeping the TV off. We asked them repeatedly, especially after we'd had our son, so we weren't sleeping well, to ring before visiting, but they rarely did. Thankfully, he had an affair and left her every cloud. Oh, thank God for that. Can you imagine? I mean, I can't. I sometimes think, is this because I've lived in London so long? If if I was living in Macclesfield, mm. I, I idealised my childhood. I think people were knocking on the door and coming in for a cuppa. Mm-mm. They weren't staying very long, though, is the thing. Right, yeah, from yeah. Big family. Right, right, right. There was someone else to go fam- to. Yeah, yeah so yeah. no one ever stopped for more than an hour. Mm. Well, that's quite long still, okay. No, but, but, not but that, that was the upper limit. Right. Now, we have people over here, and mm. honestly, mm. like Sarah said, oh, three, four hours, it's not enough, is it? Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> Like, people's conversation isn't that great. 
Think about all the money that goes into making a Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. How long are they? Not three or four hours usually, mercifully. <laughs> what hope? But what hope does a person have with competing with that? They can't. Yeah, they can't. They can't. Get yo. Know, here's what. Here's what I want you to do if you're going to come to my house. Mm. Okay. You, did you pause? And she thought, shall I say this? Uh, it can't be worse than my rules if you want to go to the toilet in my house in the night. <laughs> no, well, no, no. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, uh, you know when you see people, it's especially on American talk shows, but talk shows, and the the host will just casually ask them a question like, uh, hey, did you, do you ever own an anorak? And then it turns out they've got the perfectly formed anecdote. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. People, work, people work, that... work up some material. Yeah. Come over, say it, leave. <laughs> Do you want to... I'll have something in the back pocket ready to go. Do you want some cues? Like, do you want me to like give you a list of cues? Like, ask me about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Absolutely. If you feel, if you, yeah, mm. text text me that, and uh, you know, we can always do some quick fires. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to put that on your Facebook page to let everyone know, or do you want me to ring around? Let no, all no, your friends. I'm not a big Facebook guy. I'm not a big Facebook guy. Um, okay, let's move on to our yeah. actual quandaries. Yes. Okay, you ready? Yes. First one's from Regal President Sam. For the last couple of years, I've been working away from home and spending a lot of time living in hotels, most of the time one particular hotel. Through this time, lots of quandaries have arisen, as I'm sure you can imagine. I mean, I'm imagining Alan Partridge. (laughs) Hotels aren't a drifter's natural habitat. Here are a couple that come to mind. The breakfast arrangement in this hotel is buffet style, set up by the hotel staff each morning and has a large conveyor belt toaster supplied for the guests to use. This has three heat settings to toast either the top, bottom or both sides. Why there is any setting but both sides, I cannot imagine. It's a mystery. Generally, the hotel staff... Oh, bagels, bagels. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Although I, I toast bagels both sides. Is that not normal? I think you can. Okay, but he, okay, yeah, yeah. But just because you can. Yeah, it doesn't mean you shouldn't. Should. Generally, the hotel staff set the toaster on the both side setting, but one person in particular always sets it to top only setting. Luckily, I'm now familiar with the machine and able to set the toaster to both sides. But this takes about five minutes to warm up before being toast ready. During this time, there's not much else to do for you to wait for it to warm up. The only other option that has come to mind, but I have avoided, is a passive aggressive stomp over to the toaster first thing to make sure it's turned on then arranging the rest of my breakfast before finally returning to the toaster my question is is there anywhere i can let this person know that the toaster has different settings without seeming like i'm telling them how to do their job everything else about the breakfast is perfect and this person is always friendly and helpful it may be worth mentioning that the settings are labeled with pictograms rather than the words meaning which is not very obvious here's what you're going to do mm. You're going to hire an escort. You're not going to have sexual congress <laughs> with them, I don't think. Congress. <laughs> Rumpy pumpy. Yeah. Transactional. That's, you know, that's between you and them. I don't want to know. Mm. Um, no judgment, mm. though, as long as both parties are comfortable. Mm-hmm. However, that's not what, how I'm seeing this going. They're going to have a little sleepover. Mm-hmm. They're going to get one of those um, fold-out beds. Okay. And then in the morning, or you could, I mean, I don't know how these things work. Like, did, is it by the hour, half hour? You could hire one just for the morning. Yeah, you could get them to come at half past five mm-hmm. for half an hour, or whatever time they're switching this thing on. Mm-hmm. And then you are going to be loudly mansplaining 
how this thing works in earshot uh, of of this uh, this problem person. I thought you were going to say that you were going to get that person to tell the problem person. No, no, but no, you, no. you, oh, this is much less direct. Yes. I love the speed at which you came up with that. Thank you. It just sprung to mind. It's a good idea, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. What do you do so that in a more general way? Yeah. Do you have a way of dealing with, say it's busy, buffet, mm. you've put mm. your toast in that thing that like takes forever. Yeah. Do you have a way of walking away, doing your other stuff and getting back to your toast without someone stealing it or hovering? What do you do? Well, typically I would hire an escort. <laughs> Just and and have them stand yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So, Johnny, let's go to the second part. Yeah, yeah. My second quandary is small talk based. I am now on first name terms with several of the people who work there. Given that they're at work during our interactions while I am not, what level of small talk is appropriate? How do I judge if they're talking to me out of professional politeness? I don't want to be aloof, but I also don't want to take time out of someone's day if they've got other things to do that talking to me is stopping them doing. So how long an interaction is acceptable? Well, you've got to go with the old show business rule, don't you? Always leave them wanting more. Always leave them wanting more. Because if they like you, mm. you're only more enigmatic if you only hang around briefly and then vanish off into the night. Mm-mm. If they're just being nice and they don't like you or they just want to get on with the work, then you're doing them a favour and you'll never know. Better that than outstaying your welcome, mm. isn't it? And and if if it is if actually it is that you're craving human company, you could hire an escort <laughs> just for a chat. It does sound like he's a bit lonely, doesn't it? Do you think that? I don't know. That hotel life is weird. It is weird hotel life, isn't it? It sounds like he wants to speak to them for longer than he's worried that yeah, they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think trust your instinct. I think you can. No, tell. don't trust your instinct. Really? Yeah, I think I. Yeah, I. I think I. Get overconfident sometimes. Right. And think people like me and they don't. Oh, okay. Don't you know? I've, don't found, trust I've often found out that people didn't like me who I thought they did. Really? Yeah, often. I'm not a good judge of these things. Oh, yeah, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out you don't. Like me. <laughs> Although, you know, you're pretty transparent about it sometimes. Yeah. Oh, stop it! It's not true. Oh, you're no, tired. <laughs> we've known each other a long time. I, th- I think if I didn't like you, you'd know about yeah. it. And it would, it'd been 20 years. It'd be a long time to keep it up, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, it'd be exhausting. Yeah. I think I think you're safe. I don't know. You're fine. Right. Should we go on to the next one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you not mention escort in this one, please? I'd, I'd made my mind up that rule of three. <laughs> good, 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 yeah, good. Yeah. I should have known that you'd done that. Yeah. Okay, this is from... <laughs> I shouldn't show them how it works. (laughs) This is from H. They write, clearly Adrift is the best podcast around. Of course. And probably the only one I really listen to on a regular basis. But this quandary is actually inspired by another I was listening to a couple of weeks back. A maths and statistics based, a problem squared, squared by Matt Parker and Beck Hill, which I only started with very recently. Oh, I love Beck Hill. Yes, she's yes. She's great. Uh, she's a, a lovely person. Although it and is, she's very funny. Yes. She was on the old radio show, wasn't she? I remember her. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She and she's been on Reasons to be Cheerful. Oh, is she? Okay. Let's bump into her. She's, she's one of these people, Beck Hill, who... You know, I, I, I don't want to bump into anybody, but I think she's one of these people that you bump into and your day's just better. Oh, that's a lovely compliment. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it was something that he'd heard on this and it's very pertinent to a situation of his own. 
Matt was saying that he bumped into his whole his old barber slash hairdresser whom he hadn't seen in a while and the interaction was quite awkward. The reason for this is that he was going bold and it got to the point where he started to completely shave his own head. And so his question was, what are you supposed to say in that situation? Should you ring or email your barber to say goodbye? Now, I'm a man in my late 30s and I'm finding myself fighting the same battle against baldness. Having started to notice a receding hairline whilst barely out of puberty, I feel as though I've actually done quite well getting to my grand old age still needing haircuts. However, I feel the inevitable is happening and in the not too distant future, I will be better off both in appearance and financially if I get some of my own, some of my own electric clippers and keep my hair cropped short. Obviously, It'd never look as smart as a professional cut, but I hope I can make it look good enough and save me a few quid in the process. The alternative would be to start going to the barbers more often and get him to keep it cropped short for me, but that would be too expensive. My quandary is that my barber is quite chatty and my drifterish tendencies led me to strike up a gentle rapport with him as a path of least resistance. This has led to in-depth conversations about his family coming over here from Europe and how his children are getting on in school, etc., he is very friendly and part of me will miss our general ambling chit-chat once I have to start cutting my own hair. How do I ease my way out when the time inevitably comes? As I said, I hope to keep my hair short in the future rather than shade, so it will not be so obvious why I will have stopped going should we bump into each other again. Are my only options to either move or to just assume that you'll think I found someone better to cut my hair and or provide conversation with? The other thing I should add is that to get to my current hair barbers, I have to walk past another barbers in town, which I used to go pre-lockdown. And this is awkward enough. And I barely even spoke to them. I'm finding this quite moving. Are you? Yes, because uh, sometimes yeah, I'm quite a melancholy person behind the happy-go-lucky facades. <laughs> um I'm often thinking about the last time you'll do something. Ah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, there's, there's yeah. going to be... Um, it's the last time you put your socks on. There's going to be the last time you watch an episode of us. So whatever it is. I think about it a lot in terms of my son, like the last time that I'll ever pick him up, for example. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've thought about it, yeah. Things like yeah. that. The last time he'll hold my hand I in never, the street. I know, oh, I, think cry. That. I think about that all oh, the time. Oh. I think about that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Where, my, where are we? Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. We've got now, melancholic. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's what I think you do. Mm. I think you do it real nice. Mm. Do it real classy. When you decide, one more time, mm -hmm. take a bottle of wine. Oh, yes, yes. Not overly expensive. Mm -hmm. Mid-range. Yeah. Okay. What would, would you, you call mid-range? I, I think, uh, why don't we both write a number down on this <laughs> oh, paper? okay. Okay. Remember, I'm sober. Can't write. I know. There we go. Are you, are you writing six figures? No. Okay, let's have a look at yours. Annabelle has written twelve fifteen. No, no, twelve to fifteen pounds. Oh, and I've written fourteen ninety nine. Oh, we're not so far off. No. Okay, we're on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is that's where you want to be going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourteen ninety nine. Sorry. <laughs> um, Very precise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you say to him, listen, I can't hold back the tides. 
the as you can see the tide is going out hairline wise oh, and beautiful it's um you know it, it just makes more sense for me to be just running the clippers over it every now and again but i just wanted to buy you this and say thanks for all the great chats I think the gift makes a huge difference yeah. because it's then it stops him from going, which I would imagine going, you can still pop in. I'll, I can do it for you yeah. because it's embarrassing to say, yeah, but I don't want to pay the yeah. money for something I can do myself at home. Yeah. Yeah. A nice gift. Maybe even I would even go £16 for that wine, you know, yeah. to make it a bit easier. Yeah. 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 Or maybe you could get like something personalised with the two of you on it. That's too much. That's way, way too much. Goblets, wine that's goblets so with weird. your name. No, that's, that's really weird. This is when we drink together, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's perfect. I think it's, what else can you do? A gift. It's the gift, isn't it? And that says, it finalises things and you get to say goodbye. Oh, and I know what you say when you leave. You say, listen, mate, I'm going to pop in every now and then just to catch up with you. Of course you don't, no. obviously, but that's what you say. So it doesn't feel so final. Do you say hair today, gone tomorrow? But you certainly don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you've done a great job this week. Thank you. I'm very happy. And that was our podcast. Thank you for listening. Mm. It's, it's nice of you. Oh, it's lovely. Coming back. Thank you. Listening to all this. Mm. Falling out of our mouths. Mm. Me and Annabelle gives it a bit more forethought than I do. <laughs> that's why it's better. That's just why it's, yours is better. It's not. It is. Um, I've got, got problems. You've got bad eyes. <laughs> Um, uh, do send us your story please it's hello at adriftpodcast.com thanks to Man and the Echo for the backing music and to Emily Harrison for the incidental music Kim Rainey designed our artwork Carla Gowlett took our photos and uh, quote of the week for me is it's that bloody head and shoulders Hardication time, and this comes from Tom. Is it your Tom? No. Your lover? No. Lover boy? No, he's never sent in a podication or an email. It's like he doesn't listen. How weird that, isn't it? Mm. Tom says, Hi, Annabelle and Jeff. Hi. Hi. I'd love to submit a podication for my lovely wife, Kirsty. It is your Tom. <laughs> you know he's a bigamist. Oh, what? He told me at my birthday party. No, he didn't. Um, no, he's not a bigamist because you're not married. Exactly. You live in sin. Exactly. I don't know how he'd fit it in either. Maybe he doesn't play tennis. <laughs> Actually, it makes sense now. Maybe he doesn't play tennis every night from about six till three in the morning. <laughs> Honestly, that's about how much it is. And, and these mm. tennis mini breaks he keeps oh, going God. on. I'm quite, actually quite worried now. I might have to check his email when I get home. Maybe these fellow members of the tennis club <laughs> are sending him nude photos. <laughs> They're not asking him to come in on their physique from a tennis point of view. No. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so it's not Tom, we don't think. No. Um, I'd love to submit a podication for my lo- lovely wife, Kirsty. 
Because if it was your Tom, mm. then Kirsty really would be the wronged party because she's the wife. Yeah, yeah, I'd be the bit on the side. Yeah, It'd be really weird for him to email him with a publication <laughs> for his wife to the podcast I work on. But you know, when you hear about bigamists and people who get up to you know that those weird levels of deception and fraud. Mm. They're playing all kinds of mind games, aren't they? Oh, do you think, do you think this is a mind yeah, game? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm messing me up. Um, your Tom says. <laughs> now Kirsty's going to be paranoid. This no, is unfair on Kirsty. No, it's not. It's not Annabelle's Tom. I don't think. I, mean, I don't know because <laughs> I can't see the email address because it's been forwarded to me. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty so, sure. Well, you, have you done like a reverse IP lookup? Or yeah, something? Okay. yeah. Um, I'd love to submit a publication for my lovely wife, Kirsty. Kirsty first came into my life through a mutual friend in 2019. It's a good route in, isn't it, somebody's mm-hmm. life, that? Uh, she was a paramedic at the time. After only just becoming separated from my wife at the time, Kirsty and I took things slow, but it didn't take long for myself, my daughter, and the whole family to welcome her with open arms for her kind, generous nature as well as her Bristolian sense of humour. I don't know, I don't, don't know if I'd be able to identify a Bristolian sense of humour. I've met people from Bristol who are funny, but I didn't know it was the thing. Mm, yeah. Oh, interesting. I'd like to know more about that, please. Um, might be a difficult email to write. Mm. Here's, here's what's funny about it. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. <laughs> I, I believe you. Forget he asked. Yeah. 2020 was a difficult year for her on the NHS frontline, and it took a huge toll on her mental health. There was a point where I seriously, I was seriously concerned she was going to attempt to end her life. Fortunately, she managed to recover and find a sense of humour again, her energy and her love for life, and we were able to plan for the future. We married in 2021, and she's since left her job as a paramedic to work in a children's hospice, a job that most of us could never do but something that comes so naturally to her and her colleagues to provide care to the most vulnerable and precious. I can't. Mm. I just, what a thing. I mean, already, Kirsty was sounding amazing. I know. And, and then you read that thing. These people, where do they find it in themselves? I know, I know. We were told by doctors that due to health issues, we were unlikely to ever conceive a child of our own. Imagine our surprise last year at 3 a.m., when she woke me up to tell me she was pregnant. Nine months later, after a pregnancy plagued with morning sickness and an emergency caesarean, we welcomed our baby girl, Indy. Love that name. Yeah, like the genre. Into the world. And thanks to the amazing team at Adam Brooks Hospital, mother and baby are thriving. They're not just surviving. <laughs> They're driving and thriving. Kirsty is truly one of a kind, one in a million. I count myself as the luckiest person I know to be her hubby, Tom. She does sound great. She sounds amazing. Like, um, I don't like to compare, mm. but she sounds better than me, you, mm-hmm. my wife. People who can do that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just says, it says something. Mm. And and especially there's the something in the way that Tom's describing it where you, you know it is just who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, anyway, mm. incredible. Congratulations, both of you. I know, it's lovely. And Indy added to the family. Indy. I love Indy. Mm. Indy, I hope her middle name is Disco. 
<laughs> I don't think it is. It should be. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. There we go. Kirsty, that's from Tom. And if you would like a podication, then uh, then email us. It's hello at adriftpodcast.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.